1: to the show,
3: folks. It is early Monday morning, and it's a little bit of Monday morning quarterbacking, but I mean, after a Super Bowl that we just went through, I swear, it, it, did I not call this? The 49ers were the better team. The, the, let's just be perfectly honest. The 49ers were far and away the better team. And they just continually found ways of shooting themselves in the foot, and Kyle Shanahan, Not for nothing. This is is not a new story. Kyle Shanahan choking in the biggest moments and falling to pieces with questionable at best decision making is nothing new. I literally told you guys the reason why I have so much nerves picking the 49ers is because I can't trust Kyle Shanahan in a high-pressure situation. And what do we have? The 49ers who should have been well up on the Chiefs, could not get out of their own way. And slowly but surely, in the second half, you start seeing the question marks come up with Kyle Shanahan with the decisions that he goes for. And we will get into overtime. The overtime debacle has to be talked about because, to be perfectly blunt, Kyle Shanahan did not know the rules of overtime. We'll play the clip of what Kyle Shanahan said and then we will go through why it's a little crap of what he actually said. It doesn't make any lick of sense. Realistically, if you break that down holistically, what he actually said was a bunch of nonsense. But, be that as it may, let's congratulate the Kansas City Chiefs. On being back-to-back Super Bowl champions. Let's just be honest. This was not a good team. They are the champions, but this was not a good team. Oftentimes in sports, we talk about the whole being big, greater than the sum of its parts. This was not one of those situations. This was literally Patrick Mahomes dragging these scrubs to the finish line. I mean, Mahomes couldn't even get a decent snap half the game. If you were watching this game closely, and I know some folks were paying attention to, but for the more astute football fans, you would realize that over 50% of Mahomes' snaps were way too low from where they should have been. He was just making, having to make shoestring catches the, the entire night and not turn the ball over. Like, it was a terrible performance by his own center. Could not snap the ball. Got the yips. It was. It got progressively worse as the game went along, I I kept waiting for the moment where San Fran was going to be able to make a play because he just he just short puts the ball and puts it on the ground which which actually happened during the Chiefs this season it actually did happen uh, I forgot which game it was but part of the reason why I I did not like this Chiefs team was how careless with the ball they were this entire year I mean Pacheco had a terrible night uh, multiple fumbles. Uh, Should have lost even more fumbles than he actually did. Uh, he was rough, to say the least. Uh, he wasn't even running uh, like he had a. Literally, the highlight of his night was he ran well on the first run of the game, and it went all downhill from there. And he was getting increasingly more agitated as the game went along because of all the mistakes he was making. It was not a good night for Pacheco. Kelsey, I, I mean. You know, the memes are going all over the place in terms of Kelsey's behavior last night with Andy Reid. I mean, folks are saying if it was a black man doing that, he would have been banned from the league. I don't care about that nonsense. What was absolutely clear is that Travis Kelsey was out of his freaking mind during that game. And the bump on Andy Reid was just like, bro... Two notches back on the like on the uh, on the dial there. And it was like literally we're in the first half here, and you're going in absolutely insane on the sideline with Andy Reid. And it's like Andy Reid's so chill though that it's like he's like a walrus. <laughs> it's just like it it it, just, it 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 just rolls off his freaking back because another head coach would have blown right back up at Kelsey and benched his ass. Straight up, They're like there's not really no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's like I can't think of maybe outside of Pete Carroll, how many coaches would have given Travis Kelsey that amount of leeway just to air out his frustration, not react uh, to what Kelsey was doing? Because realistically, there's a very there's a high percentage of coaches that would have benched Kelsey. For at least a couple of series because of that one interaction. Like, Kelsey was out of his mind. He got it going later on in the second half when the Chiefs had to have it and started spamming it. Like, I thought they needed to do throughout the game. But this was literally Mahomes, Kelsey, and then you did have Rice making some plays as well. And obviously, we'll talk about McCall Hardman. McCall Hardman, who hadn't worked the, like, basically for the two months he's been on the Chiefs roster since he got traded from the Jets, because the Jets certainly were using him with uh, Aaron Rodgers injured. I I, I mean, talk about getting yourself a payday for minimal work. McCole Harmon definitely getting paid (laughs) just because of the Super Bowl performance. But, I mean, that was... I I mean, what can you say about that game? The the 49ers had a 10-3 lead that felt like a 20... (laughs) a 20-point lead based off of how that game flow was going. But the 49ers could not get out of their own way. And that's what I kept saying. As the game goes along and it gets tighter and tighter, I worry about Kyle Shanahan screwing this up. And lo and behold, not one, but two situations where it's third and fourth, uh, third and four, the first time it was at the two-minute warning. They're on the Chiefs 35. This is four-down territory. It's 16-16 at this point. Literally, a first down ices the game, forces the Chiefs to use their remaining timeouts, and you kick the field goal, and you go on to win the Super Bowl. You just need four yards. You have Christian McCaffrey. Kyle Shanahan opts to throw the ball. Uh, And not only did he opt to throw the ball... He didn't recognize from the jump that Spags has a blitz dialed up perfectly for him. And that there's no, Purdy doesn't, Purdy didn't feel uh, the blitz. He was not ready for the hot read throw. I'm sorry. You can argue that Purdy should have been able to see Brandon Ayuk. I didn't think Purdy had a great game. He was he was pretty mid, in my opinion. Um, and I'm not going to get into the game manager debate, but I think we saw why Purdy is classified as a game manager uh, by most accounts. And that's not an insult. Again, not an insult. But that is the functionality of his role in the offense at this point. He could certainly evolve over time. But Kyle Shanahan taking the ball out of Christian McCaffrey's hands at the two-minute warning when literally all you need is a first down. This is for the Super Bowl. If anything, if there was any time to look at the analytics and say, when you should be going for things in four-down territory, this was it. A first down, again, the Chiefs only have two timeouts. It's the two-minute warning. You need four yards. It's four, This is four-down territory. Yes, the game is tied. But guess what? If you're actually looking at the analytics, you have... An all-pro left tackle, Christian McCaffrey, as your running back. You're telling me you can't get four yards in two plays with that rush offense? No, no, sorry. It's like this is this is getting way too cute for your own good. Why the 49ers tried passing makes no sense. It, it, it in uh, at at that juncture of the game. Then you <laughs> this overtime. And it's like, we will talk about the overtime decision. We will do that after the break. But the third down in overtime, in the exact same spot, when I still don't think the 49ers knew what the rules were. We will talk about this after the break. I'm still disgusted with how that played out. Because I, I know they're lying. I know they're lying. Everyone knows, at least that knows anything about football, Knows they're lying. But, I mean, the 49ers are getting so many, uh, like, backhanded support in the media that's not calling out Kyle Shanahan for this nonsense. I'm not knowing the rules. That, that's pure and simple what happened. They lost track of the rule book. We'll be back after this uh, break with the commercials uh, because we got to talk about what happened in the overtime. I mean, because we 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 are going to go full deep dive into the game, but we are going to talk about this overtime decision because it's it's it tilted me last night, and then rewatching the game first thing this morning, it tilted me even further. I I, I got to talk about this. We'll be back after this. Stick around.
1: Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown podcast will be right back after our sponsors pay the bills.
3: All right, let's get back to it. I I honestly cannot get over how ridiculous this overtime sequence went because of the fact that we have one team that did not know the rules, and it's obvious they did not know the rules. So for those of you who did not know going into last night, the overtime rules in the NFL had changed because of lots of complaining by the Buffalo Bills. And the media because they wanted Josh Allen to win MVP and the Super Bowl that year. Uh, we, we, we'll we'll leave it at it as it is. That's exactly what happened uh, in terms of uh, how that whole scenario played out. But be that as it may, the Chiefs beat the Bills in an overtime scenario four years ago, where the Bills never received the ball. There was quite a bit of complaining about the overtime rules being unfair because both teams couldn't get a possession. I wholeheartedly disagree with that uh, uh, analysis, mainly because you have 60 minutes to avoid sudden death overtime. Life's not fair. You should be able to figure it out. Yes, everyone always says, oh, it, uh, it comes down to the coin toss. Oftentimes, the team that wins the coin toss is not a prohibited favor to win the game. I know the analytics guys want to say that, the data doesn't prove distinctively that overall, there's no way uh, a team can win a game when they lose the coin toss. It, it, it's it, Overall, the data does not show that it's an overwhelming prohibitive favorite, that it's over 80% of the time the team that wins the coin toss wins the game. That's that The data shows that that's not the case. But everyone complained, so we have these rules now, which apparently no one bothered to read. Which makes this even more comical about how stupid this all truly is. So, under the new overtime rules, both teams must have a possession. I repeat, under the new overtime rules, both teams must have a possession. San Francisco wins the coin toss. San Francisco opts to receive the ball. Some of you may be wondering, why is this such a bad idea? All right. Say, for instance, you already know what your opponent scored. You already have an inherent advantage of knowing exactly what you need to do and script out exactly what play calls you need to do. go for. So the whole rationale of the analytics folks that argue going for two enforcing the issue even though you could just kick the extra point and so this is when it's an eight point game uh and you can cut it to seven or you just go for two to make it a six point game and just try to win it with another touchdown this is the whole rationale because you already know what you need to get that's why people uh, uh, folks say go for two because if you get the two, you're down six, and all you need to do is score the touchdown, kicks the extra point to win the game. If not, and you miss the two point conversion, you're up eight. That's the whole argument. Because you already know in advance what you need to do to execute. This is all the all the analytics folks they talk about this all freaking day to explain why to justify going for two. Kyle Shanahan claims to be an analytics expert. This is his explanation as to why he wanted to have the ball first in overtime. Let's uh, let's play the audio.
1: Uh, this is something we talked about with, you know, that none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys, and we decided to be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored. We wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal. So we knew we had to hold them to at least a field goal, and if if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. We wanted the ball third.
3: Are you are you kidding me right now? The whole point of you going second is that you already know what the other team has scored in advance so you can counteract that. So if the Chiefs scored, they would have the option of going for the two-point conversion to end the game outright to gamble on it. But the whole point of having the data is so you can actually make that call on your own and not assume that you might have a chance at the ball again. That might be the dumbest explanation I ever heard of. And then he then he tried to pin it on the analytics guys. No analytics person for all the talk that they talk about why you go for two would ever justify getting, uh, getting the ball first when both teams have possession. It's the dumbest thing I ever heard of. I can't believe he actually said that and no one called him out on it. It is literally the dumbest thing I ever heard of for someone who claims that they use analytics because that is the opposite of what analytics tells you to do. Literally the opposite. Also not for nothing, but at that point in the game in overtime, the score was 1919. It wasn't like both offenses were lighting it up. So the mere notion that again, You wanted the ball third is assuming that both teams are going to score. The game was nineteen nineteen. There There's just so much (laughs) cynical in terms of how he thought about the process. If that's how he was thinking, either you're overthinking or you didn't know the rule. I honestly think he didn't know the rule. Because his explanation to justify his decision makes no sense whatsoever. The game was not back and forth. Both teams were struggling to move the ball on offense there was a higher probability of the 49ers stalling out on their opening drive in overtime than them scoring. And guess what? The Niners drive should have stalled out. It was third and 22 and the, uh, chiefs could committed a holding penalty to give them a first down. And that gave them life to drive, start driving down the field. That drive should have stalled. And the Chiefs should have had the ball in great field position to kick a game winning field goal because the Niners elected to uh, take the ball first. It It was mind-boggling knowing that both teams should have the ball you would ever elect to have uh, received the ball. It doesn't make any sense. No one thought that was a good idea. Now, let's go to Chris uh, Jones of the Chiefs when he was hearing about why the Niners uh, decided to take uh, reception of the ball and what he thought of it because the Chiefs, they were well aware of the rules. This is why I think the whole Niners excuse is not that they did not know the rule. I don't think they knew the rule. Anyway, let's let's hear from Chris Jones. Overtime. They're crazy. They're crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because the overtime rules has changed where both teams get the ball. No matter who scores, so you know. Uh, originally, you want to let you want to let the other team get the ball you stop and stop them holding the three, so you know where you got. Or if you stop them they winning, then all you have to do is get three. when you holding the three, you're feeling walking up the known knowing the Yeah, no, I, that's the type of trust we have in each other. Uh,
1: we get the ball back to Andy Pat and uh, Trout.
0: We always feel like there's something they can do in, in, any, in any given moment that
1: they can be it
0: and they just did that.
3: In case you didn't make out what Chris Jones initially said, they're crazy. The The only way to explain that is either they're crazy or they didn't know the rule. Because the explanation Cal Shanahan gave was a load of crap. Chris Jones just called it out too. It makes no sense what the Niners, that you want the ball third. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. To Chris Jones's point, either they're crazy or they didn't know the rule. That's what makes this so uh, ridiculous that we actually got to this situation. Because sometimes the, the lie is worse than the actual act of not knowing what you did. Because now Kyle Shanahan has to explain the analytics of how he thought both teams scoring made more sense than the Chiefs knowing exactly what they needed to do. Like, you're thinking from the standpoint of, yeah, we're... In a game where both teams were struggling to score we want the ball first. what happens if you don't score Kyle? you, you struggled all night moving the ball in, in uh, parts of the game I, 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 I don't even under, I don't even understand how he thought that was a logical response and how no one in the media called him out on it is beyond ridiculous. I this is re- beyond ridiculous. None of the analytics actually supports what he just argued. It's the opposite of what of what he was supposed to do. Meanwhile, on the third and four in overtime, because again, the Niners had multiple chances, even with their massive blunder with the overtime rule. They had a chance to score a touchdown. It was third and four, uh, third and four in overtime. They need four yards. They, once again, try to go for a pass play. Everyone's talking about Ayuk being open. The reason why the play got disrupted is, all night long, SPACs have been dialing up blitzes that Kyle Shanahan could not account for, and Brock Purdy was not reading at the line of scrimmage. All night long. Brock Purdy did not have a great night. And he was exposed for lack of being able to recognize blitz uh, pickup. Because he was supposed to slide protection, he didn't. He didn't see it. Yes, the tackle made a mistake. Guess what? Brock has to tell them. Also, watch out for the inside because they're coming. Uh, they're looping in. Like he's got to at least be ready for that combo. But again, everyone's gonna say, "Oh, it's he's so young. You can't. You can't put that on him. You can't have it both ways. You can't say he's the MVP and then come back around and keep saying." Oh, but he's so inexperienced, he can't get this stuff. Th- like, it, it doesn't work that way. Like, e- either he is that guy or he's, or he's not there yet. And I kept saying, Brock Purdy's a game manager. He may get there someday to that Brady level where he becomes a weapon because he's so knowledgeable about the game, he already knows in advance how to beat you, and then he waits for you to F up and then just takes advantage of the sloppy mistakes you make. That's where Mahomes is now. His arm talent hasn't left him, but, man, his teammates suck so much that literally he has to, like, grift his way to move down the field more often than not because his receivers aren't good enough to run the proper routes. Like, he he got, got it done with dollar store wide receiver core. And, yes, Rasheed Rice had a good game. Rasheed Rice is not – he may get there. He's not even a number two receiver on a top playoff team. That's the truth of the matter. Mahomes did this with a bottom tier wide receiving core all time to win a Super Bowl. And the Niners have only themselves to blame. Notably, their coach who did not know the overtime rule. Uh, They could say what they want. That was their cover story to try to justify such a massive blunder. I don't think they knew the overtime rule. I think they thought if they scored a touchdown, the game was over. Because that's the only logical explanation is if you were operating under the old overtime rules where if you score a touchdown at least, the game's over versus uh, kicking a field goal and the, the other team at least gets one possession. I honestly think they thought if they scored a touchdown, the game was over. That's what it came down to. The Niners, once again, shot themselves in the foot. They could say what they want. They did not know the overtime rule. They did not know the rules. The Chiefs talked about it in the postgame that they have been practicing that uh, since the beginning of the year, so they were prepared for the situation. The Niners, on the other hand, clearly told you they did not know the rule, and they were confused by it. They had no idea what what was going on. Plus, with the final play of the game, what ended up being the final play of the game, the clock's ticking down. I'm thinking in my head, wait a second, why are the Chiefs letting the clock tick down? This doesn't make any sense. Turns out, with the new overtime rules, as stupid as it sounds, even though it's 15 minutes, technically, both teams have to have a full possession so the clock doesn't actually matter. It just means that they, if they, uh, the clock runs out with, before the possession ends, they just go to the other side of the field. On that last play with the Chiefs running the clock down, the Niners were clearly disorganized because they were fully expecting the Chiefs to call a timeout and they weren't ready for the, uh, the uh, Hardman on, in the flat. He was wide open because the Niners were so confused expecting the timeout that they screwed themselves over by not being in position because they thought timeout was getting called and they didn't slide over. They were completely unprepared. They had no idea what was going on. They were utterly confused. They could say what they want. They lost the Super Bowl because they had no sense of bearing of time or situation. And that is coaching. Pure and simple. Kyle Shanahan dropped the bag once again at the goal line. Multiple times. They could say whatever they want. This was a Kendall Roy level implosion of epic proportion. We we talk about his play calling uh, with the Falcons. 28-3 28-3 to against the Pats and the collapse. This might actually have been worse because Kyle Shanahan will never get a greater talent disparity on both sides of the ball ever in, in probably his coaching career to win a Super Bowl. Not to, again, not to knock the Chiefs, but the Niners were so much more talented than the Chiefs even with the issues, because, yes, Dre Greenlaw got hurt. The Niners' defense was just fine. The Chiefs were struggling so bad. That, again, did I not mention that Mahomes' center could not snap the ball correctly for half the snaps of this game? He was getting gutter balls almost the entire second half. It was so uh, It was getting so pitiful. I mean, it is what it is. The Niners only have themselves to blame. They are never going to get that favorable of a matchup unless someone blows out a, a, a cartilage in the middle of a game. That that disproportionate of a matchup, if they ever get back to a Super Bowl, that was that was that was the matchup. Because everyone always talks about the Bills going to the Super Bowl four times. They had their shot against my Giants. That was the most favorable matchup for them you can make a case for washington when they uh, when they lost washington because it was a backup uh, qb but the giants had a backup qb and hosteller both those super bowls were the most favorable matchups when they played the cowboys they were prohibitive favorite, uh uh, prohibitive underdogs it just got worse the second time around when they just got taken to the woodshed but no one believed they had a shot in that game but I, I I honestly can't say, like, the because this two shots to the apple. They should have beaten the Chiefs uh, with Jimmy G. They collapsed in that game, too. But this was the game where, literally, they had the Chiefs dead to rights and a demonstrably better team. It's not close. Mahomes had to, like, finagle some BS to get that offense moving and just dial up some of his best one-two plays with... Kelsey off, off the cuff because the, the base offense was not working. They were going into the <laughs> the uh, recycled plays that they were uh, 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 just kind of coming up on the fly just to do something different that the Niners had not the team with Kelsey to get him open. That's literally what it came down to. I know they were going to spam that more in the first half. They just waited until it was complete desperation time. And the game should have been over by then when the Chiefs did it. I thought the Chiefs were way too lackadaisical with what they were trying to do on offense that if the Niners were actually on their game, they should have been up by 17 to 20 points easy. But it is what it is. The Niners only have themselves to blame. And that overtime decision is going to haunt Shanahan for the rest of his career. He can say whatever he wants. He did not know the overtime rules had changed that much he did not know because his explanation on analytics telling him that that was the most favorable play was a uh, was a crock of crap and it's like uh, he he said that but no one checked him hard on it because i i I think the media gets too scared about calling out coaches but the explanation he gave makes literal no sense if you actually look at it he wanted the ball third the game was not dictated on who's going to get that ball third it just wasn't. It's like, I don't know how many different ways we got to spin that. Like, the both teams were, were struggling at points trying to move the ball. It was more likely one of the teams was going to punt than both teams scoring. The probability was not there uh, based off of the game script that we were going through. So, I, I think he was, the more logical explanation is that the Niners didn't know the rule. And then they admitted as much at the end of the game. So... We're uh, we're gonna get on out of here because it's it's early and frankly we got a long day of kind of getting more feedback from the Super Bowl of what went down and we'll we'll get uh, we'll get Callie on at some point to kind of get his thoughts on the game because that was just there were so many things going on like I still got to look at that Super Bowl a couple of times but uh, more to more to come when we do a full recap of the game. But, yeah, calling out that nonsensical overtime response, uh, someone had to do it. It's like, it's absolutely ridiculous. I'm glad Chris Jones said it because, realistically, it's the dumbest thing possible that Shanahan could have said. And that's how I know he's trying to lie to cover up the fact that they did not know the rule. They didn't know the rule. Anyway, have a good one, folks. Until next time.
1: Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major outlets.